Just from that one glass of rosé? I had two. Oh, you had two? Yeah, it is. You have Asian glow. I feel like when... It's weird, because I haven't... The last few times I've drank, I haven't had that issue. It's very weird. It's but then, very weird. I don't know. Is it, just, is it just wine? But I've had wine recently, and I didn't have that issue. So I don't... It's like situational. Mike, as soon as I hold this mic up, you do not need to Mike fucking be right there Oh, whining. look at how stoic he is. Michael. <laughs> um... How you been? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Anything uh, new and exciting in your life? Any new purses? I don't no. know. Why. I am actually trying to be more fiscally responsible finally at 35 years old, 35 and a half years old. <laughs> and so, Michael, don't like the cooter. I have been very careful about my finances. So I actually, ha- I'm making my mom approve my purchases, which I realize That's is really ridiculous. <laughs> but I, so my I, and now I kind of regret the purchase that I made, but because I want a new, basically I'm like, bo- I only wear jeans once a week now. Because I can only wear them on Fridays at right. work. And then I don't really, I usually wear just like leggings and sweatshirts on the weekends, right? So I kind of want to get a different pair of jeans that's not just a pair of skinny jeans. It's like a straight leg, maybe higher waisted thing. And there were like a pair of Levi's that were on sale for pretty cheap. Yeah. But I decided to get a skirt instead that I'm kind of excited about. Ooh. Um, I also found out from my doctor this week that I have a sluggish thyroid. So I got some vitamins that she recommended to speed up my thyroid and my metabolism so I'm really hoping that works it'll be the first time in my life I have a sped up metabolism because god knows I never have and yeah nice is that all I purchased today I need to get new throw pillows eventually but it can wait I did find some at H&M I don't know how fast their home stuff goes though but is it just the covers or is it the pillow too it's the covers but I need to get the actual pillow too yeah my pillows are a mess yeah they're toast I've had to throw a couple out yeah I, I when I get rid of this couch I'm getting rid of the pillows too. Are you going to tell everybody your news? Yes, I was going to do that, but now I'm not going to. Oh, come on. I don't like being told what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. (laughs) Oh my god, I lost the back of my earring. Where did it go? Were you pulling at it? No, but they fall out every day. I need to get just backs of earrings. I lose them every day. Do you ever just use the plastic? Sometimes the plastic that you use on like hook earrings actually work really well on post earrings as well. Well, I'm out of a, I'm missing this. Well, I'm glad you're probably in my mane of hair right now. Year. That was the big news. Was that Krista lost her I lost earring the back? back of my earring. <laughs> my big news is that I got a new job, and today was my very last day at my old job. Bye, and it was old job. Pretty uneventful. And I'm moving to Austin, Texas, which is sad, exciting, scary, happy, and anxiety-inducing. Yeah, I've been in like a haze of anxiety for since I got offered the job. 
basically. Yeah, but you'll be fine once you get there. Oh yeah, it's it's mostly like, you know, overthinking the move and starting a new job is always really stressful because you know there's that steep learning curve when you're like, what the fuck am I doing? So I'm just anticipating the like, oh fuck. And it just, it happened really quickly. It did happen fast, And yeah. so I think I wasn't able to mentally prepare for the huge change that's happening. Usually when I've applied for jobs, it's like a four to six month ordeal because mm -hmm. that's just how the industry works. Um, so you had a lot of time to like get used to the idea of things right. and, and things like that. Um, but I, yeah, I'm a little excited. Um, I think it'll be fun and it's a whole new set of like restaurants and bars to check out and music. And I mean, I won't go to things like South by Southwest, but they'll happen in the place where I am. They will. Because that's, that's like true. my nightmare is uh, going and standing Huge in crowds. a sea of people. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> and actually, you know, that sub, that big sub pop festival happened last weekend in West Seattle right? yeah right down the street from where I live and a couple of my friends were going who are much better in those situations and then after the fact I saw that David Diggs who <gasps> yes was the original um what's his name Lafayette I had to sing the song in my head from um, Hamilton. Hamilton was performing he's got like a some kind of musical outlet that he does and he is on the sub pop label and he was there and I was like god damn it because he's oh, one of my celeb crashes at the moment oh, and then man. I was like fake yelling at my friend and I was like why didn't you tell me and she was like I don't know who that is also you would hate it here there's like 19 million people I was like you're right <laughs> I would die that is a problem one of the things I'm very excited for is that with my new job I'll be going to Chicago about four times a year yeah and their office is across the street from Hamilton and so I got the app and every I'm going to apply every time I go to Hamilton yeah but how long is Hamilton there for like it's like fairly permanent oh it is yeah oh, that's nice. it's like it's like new york chicago and then like the tour the tour yeah oh. it's not a tour for them it's it's just there it's just there lucky chicago yeah so two days before you can buy and i think because yeah. i'm going to be only need one ticket maybe there's more of a chance i'll get it because yeah. it's only a single person oh that's exciting yeah they also have i think the color purple there right now because cool. i won't have anything fucking to do i did just realize i have some friends in chicago not chicago but you can go to second city oh yeah that That'd be cool. And I could see a future famous person. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, I Maybe saw Maybe there will be a famous person there, like, visiting. They do so. Because that happens at UCB all the time. I want to go to UCB one day. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I saw Second City. They had a, a stint in Vegas many years ago, mm -hmm. and it was the funniest shit I have ever seen. Really? Yeah. It was so, so good. And we were in the front row, so they, like, picked on us a little bit, which yeah. was super fun. Um, but not in a super scary way, because I hate audience participation. Me, too. It's been a um, but luckily it was like pretty low key and you were laughing so hard it didn't really matter and you yeah. were pretty drunk because <laughs> it's Vegas <laughs> and you just do everything in a kind of haze of drunk I don't think I would be able to talk about it actually if I saw something like that in Vegas because I drink <laughs> a lot when I'm there well that's like that is what Vegas is for basically yeah speaking of Vegas I really wanted to get tickets to the Lady Gaga residency because it's right around my birthday and that shit sold out immediately like immediately like within 15 minutes because oh I tried you I pretty much got like what I was trying to do was to get a VIP table that would seat like eight people yeah and then it would be just super cheap to like split that and then I just ended up looking for six tickets because you were on the fence and it was like $300 per ticket I was like Holy how shit. is this real no fucking way I'm sorry 
Oh my god. Like I love Lady Gaga, but there is no way I would spend that much money on a concert ticket. Ever. Right. Ever. Not even Justin Timberlake. That's that's a hefty chunk of money. Like he would have to pull me up on stage for me to spend that kind of money. <laughs> the people who pay a thousand dollars for one VIP experience are absolutely crazy. The people who do not need that money are those fucking people. <laughs> that is very true. You do not need to charge a thousand dollars for a VIP experience when you are making a shit ton of cash off your endorsement deals and whatever else you have going on right. and your businesses and your perfume line. Yeah, like fuck yeah. that. Like I'm sorry. They I will always I always buy albums because I feel like they deserve at least to get my ten dollars for their album. Right. Because well for the most part I buy albums, you know, but I will never pay more than $150 for a concert ticket. Yeah. That's Well, especially insane. when, like, you're like, okay, you're worth $40 million. Like, Like, you what? can give out your tickets. You don't even need to make the money off of I this. do appreciate it occasionally when a band or something will, like, they'll want to be like, fuck you, uh, Ticketmaster, and then they'll, like, have, like, $20 tickets flat with, like, no fees and stuff. Yeah. That makes me so I mean, happy. they can't do, like, no, f- and I get it. Like, you know, I worked for one of the big nonprofits that do concerts here, so I get it. Like, some of it has to go to keeping the venue like right intact, but Ticketmaster is Ticketmaster is ridiculous uh, the boss, basically yeah and then like the fact that machines and stuff can and robots can um, I feel like my computer's possessed right now the fact that it can uh, you know like StubHub and those can just like soak up tickets because when we went to go see Hannibal Buress all of the tickets in the whole venue were $35 did you just say Hannibal all the tickets were $35 and and all they almost we were almost sold out so I was like oh I'll just see what the price is on these other things they were going for 150 to 200 yeah, that's bullshit I mean and they haven't figured out a way to stop the scalping shit but like something there needs to be some kind of regulation because it's, it's just it's it's bullshit yeah like, it's not fair that all of the pre-sale tickets get sold get bought out by these assholes yeah. and then they're resold for three times the value and people are dumb enough to buy it like if you guys didn't buy it like that then guess what they wouldn't have anything to sell think about it <sighs> worst it's the anyway. worst Woo, got off on a rant yeah we're we're in a ranty mood today we are in a ranty um, mood um but today uh yeah so austin not going to uh, austin city limits which is happening the week we moved there enjoy yeah, don't do that but yes uh so today's podcast Okay, on this very special episode of Passing Notes in Class, we have a fun challenge that we're doing and we're going to encourage everyone to do it after the fact and we would love if people submitted them so we could read them in an upcoming episode. We are doing Build Your Own 90s Teen Movie. Yes. So let me explain how this is going to work. We have picked a genre of teen movie. We have picked our dream. Did you stick with 90s stars? Yes. I did. Yes, I did. I'll have some disclaimers around my whole thing. Ideally, you would stick to 90s stars. And then we are going to give you a synopsis of our 90s teen movie. It's like a choose your own adventure. It is. But in the style of teen movies from the 90s. Yes. Which I feel like is really good for our podcast because we talk about a bunch of 90s shit. That's why this is fun because we get to talk about like what would have been the perfect movie for us. Although keeping in mind that we are now 35 years old and telling this from a totally different perspective than we probably would have when we were 15 or 16. But that's the joy. That is the joy. Oh my, oh my God. Damn it, not again. 
again. That's the I'm second sorry. time. sorry. I need to put these in my wallet before but, I lose them. Mikey, but that's what happens, Mikey, when you are under people's feet. He's not the smartest. I really don't want to hurt you. He needs to always be touching. Moose is like this too, but he's always on my body and not under my well, feet. Well, now he's going to take your spot. Okay, that's fine. Just come sit right here. Okay, yeah, sorry. We, we have to is get Mikey. I found my earring back. Oh, just everything's happening right now. It's all happening. Mikey's getting on the couch because he also has a teen movie. It's based on Milo and Otis. Oh, that would be so cute. Or Homeward Bound. And and the dog from Beethoven's in it. And Michael imagines himself even though it's 20 years before he was even born. Yes. So it was like your great, 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 great grandma. Mikey, stop looking. It's okay. He's sad. I'm so sorry. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So I'm going to go first and here's my disclaimer. I made this up on the airplane to my job interview because uh, my airplane was two hours delayed. So were I, you loopy? I was a little loopy. Okay. Only because the airport makes me a, a loopy person. Mm -hmm. And I may have I sat in a chair at this overfilled bar and it faced a wall. And so it was like me staring at a blank wall drinking a $13 beer. Oh. Anyway. Okay. So my disclaimer is that I made this up before we did our summer movie podcast. Okay. I'm gonna start. Okay. My my genre is wait wait wait. Let's give it. Let's do genre cast. Okay. And then synopsis. Okay. Okay. So mine is. Do you remember that TV show Bug Juice? Yes. Mine is a mockumentary guest Christopher Guest style Bug Juice at a summer camp. Whoa. <laughs> With the like to the camera acting and then like the shit happens and it's in a very Christopher Guest like dry style. Okay. And. And <laughs> so you've got okay. my characters. Uh, you've got Margaret Cho as the head of the camp. Okay. And it's Margaret Cho. And so you're going to have to roll with me on the ages of okay. some of these people because I am picking 90 stars, but they may not all be the same age when they're in this movie. That's how it works normally. So that makes sense. Okay. And by that, I also mean, I mean, it's like someone might have been 13 when this other person was 14, but I'm going to use them when they were 18. Okay. Okay. Just because okay. this is a magic. Land yes. this movie exists. Yes. So Margaret Cho, she is the obviously sassy lady who runs the camp. Mm -hmm. She's kind of the Janine Garofalo of uh, okay. yeah, Wet Hot American it. Summer. And you've got your like kind of counselors and then you've got your campers, right? right. So my counselors are Gabrielle Union from <laughs> Bring right. It On. So uh -huh. she's like real sassy and kind of a bitch. Yeah. But she's also got like a heart of gold and she's really just a tough exterior. Gabrielle Union forever teacher. I'm pretty sure she just stopped playing teenagers teenagers this year. <laughs> Then Claire Danes is this like earth hippie lady and she's like always making daisy chains in the field. Does she cry? Oh, she cries. Ugh. She's like, she, at the end of camp, she's that one who's just like a babbling mess. And then you she- You know I hate a Claire Dane cry. And she, she like makes lanyards all the time for like okay. all the years. Okay, okay. Are we thinking Romeo and Juliet here? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And like, and she's wearing a daisy chain and she's maybe like a little bit into the 70s because people in the 90s were, there was a time when we were like super into it, the 70s. It all, recycles, yes. So then, oh my god, my butt is in the microphone. Mikey's butt is in the microphone. So then, um, we have Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. From She's All That kind of era, and he wears his Letterman jacket, and he coaches, like, the flag football team. He's a counselor. And he's a counselor. Okay. And then Brandy, and she does all the music stuff. 
So those are like your counselors, and I'm guessing they're like maybe 17 to 19 years old. Okay. So whatever okay. movie that is, and Brandy is is Brandy, <laughs> and she just she's kind of just like, Brandy. She's just Brandy. So Brandy as a counselor. Yeah. Just Brandy. But her name is not Brandy in the movie. Oh, okay. that, so. I think that would actually be fun. If her name was. If Brandy. she was just Brandy, if she was Brandy as a counselor, and she was like, my music career is not doing so well, so I got to I be mean, a honestly, it would have been a little fortune telling in the 90s, but. <laughs> so then my campers are, and I'm guessing these are going to be when these people were like 12 to 14 ish. Okay. Um, Larissa Olenek. Okay. Um, from uh, Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. JTT, of course. <laughs> Brad Renfro. Mm-hmm. And he's, of course, the, the bad, bad boy. boy. Um, Devin Sawa is the stoner. Because, you know, even when we were in middle school, there were guys who didn't smoke weed but were still like super stonery. Yeah. He's that. Like, maybe he's not necessarily. I'm thinking of one person in general, right? Yeah. You know, he's probably wearing like airwalks <laughs> and like maybe Janko jeans. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, and then Christina Ricci, a la, like, Adam's family a little mm-hmm. bit, because, again, they had a summer camp one, and, uh, of course, she's your kind of gothy girl, like, it's just, it just works. Yeah. And Jiggles, JGL. Aww. Yeah. And he'll have long hair, possibly in a ponytail, what with a backwards he? newsboy cap. Oh, okay. I know yeah. the picture that you're basing this off Yes. Of. <laughs> Very Third Rock from the Sun era. It's gonna be, yeah, Third Rock from the Sun era. Um, I hadn't really thought about his character yet, so Larissa only Nick and Claire Danes kind of go together. They're both a little earthy. Okay. Um, so are the counselors kind of their mentors? A like they're bit. like paired up? A little bit. Okay. okay. Um, JTT. Oh my gosh. Michael. This is getting Make ridiculous. Sit down. <laughs> JTT. So I know you love JTT, but in my camp thing, he finds out he's gay. Okay. Um, because I wanted there to be like an LGBTQ like student. Mm-hmm. Student. <laughs> um, and so he's like discovering that. And I had hadn't figured out who his like counselor would be because I didn't get enough ways on the list yet. Yeah. Um, Brad your bad guy, but you know, deep down, some girl's gonna save him. That's oh, it's the gonna dream. be he's gonna hook up with one of the counselors, right? Because right. He's such a bad boy, but the older girl's gonna be like really. And I kind of want it to be Brandy. Oh, I was thinking Gabrielle yeah, really Union, but I'm into it. But yeah. I feel like yeah, maybe her like tough exterior like breaks him down, and then like they're both like we don't need to be like bad boy and bitch counselor. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm lucky>. Okay, Mike. <laughs> and then of course. Devin Sawa is I think he plays off like he's stupid and he's like a stoner but he's not really smart of course um, Christina Ricci learns that she doesn't have to hate everything and then I don't what do you think what would Joseph Gordon-Levitt be like maybe the nerd maybe like a music theater nerd I don't really feel like that fits in with that but this is our own 90s right? movie universe but then he, later in life he did start to like dance a lot more like in he fact, did in summary to that cute dance routine Seems a little. Remember when he stripped on SNL? I missed I it. That. I never saw and it. And he was, you can find it on YouTube. I couldn't. And he I was all like, actually. really? Yeah, I've never He was all it. jacked from uh, that movie he did. That was oh, that terrible good. movie. Yeah. Being yeah. sex at it. Yeah. Michael, you just need to sit down. He tried really hard. I want to get it for I that. I know. So that's mostly the movie. It's in the style of a mockumentary, so there's not like a ton of plot. <laughs> okay. But they do, um, you know, maybe, you know, fucking the, it's going to get closed down, or I don't know. I didn't think about that I mean, part. that's what Hot America but I, summer, basically. I did envision that they talked directly to the camera. 
Okay. And then there's like a lot of jokes and then just drama amongst the students. Was it hard for you to not put Parker Posey in it? Yes. Because I was, I contemplated like, should it be Margaret Cho or Parker Posey? And I went Margaret Cho only because I wanted some representation. But also, she has a different funny than Park Posey. Yes. And I did contemplate maybe Parker Posey a la uh, Dazed and Confused kind of-ish. Favorite. And maybe she would just be a counselor. Okay. But then I was like, but I wanted Gabriel, Gabriel Union to bitch, but I kind of feel like Parker Posey plays a bitch really well, too. They both do. It could be a bitch off between yeah, the two of them. Yeah, I kind of read Parker Posey's book. She has a book? She has a new memoir. Yeah. And it's supposed to be pretty funny. A memoir. A memoir. Um, I forgot to say that Juliette Lewis tagged me on Instagram in a man repeller comment. She, like, replied to my comment about an outfit someone else was wearing, but I just made a comment that I was wearing those pants that day, and I was like, and I loved them, and then she was like, this outfit is so cute, and I was like, you totally didn't want to tell me this, but oh my god, Juliette Lewis just fuck talked to me on man repeller's <laughs> Instagram. That was, I mean, I tr- I wanted to fit her into my thing, but she was a little too yeah. early 90s. Yeah. I was I was kind of struggling on the little bit older people only because my memory is so much of these younger yeah. people and kid movies you know the adults are always kind of these goofy characters that are like in it but not really like in what Hot American Summer yeah 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 so kind of but I definitely bug juicy where there's like not really a plot it's like shit's just happening it was it's all more about like reality esque yeah okay yeah okay anything else that you would like to add no I had a name but I forgot to write it down so of course it just oh I didn't come up with a name I don't even have characters names I just have descriptions okay okay so my genre is the pretty ugly girl coming of age like she's all that style of course okay Okay, so first cast member is the popular guy okay we have a lot of crossover I picked JTT because he wasn't really in a lot of rom-coms no he was like in Tom and Huck and him and Rachel Lee Cook were like a thing but like that didn't really count and then there was that Christmas (laughs) movie that I never saw with him and Jessica Biel where where he's like a romantic but he didn't really do like a Mm rom-com so I picked JTT because you know before there was Justin Timberlake before there was JT, there was JT. <laughs> you just dropped one so of the T's. I had to go with my first love. Okay. Um, and then the ugly girl who takes off her glasses to become pretty. I put Gabrielle Union for Aaliyah. <laughs> oh. Aaliyah acted. People forget she this. Did. See, I wanted another thing that didn't happen a lot in the 90s is interracial love. Okay. And you know what? There were cool black girls. Totally. And sometimes they wore glasses. Because people wear glasses. People wear glasses. And like we were talking about, Gabrielle Union is a forever teenager. I she mean, is. really. And the other one who would work in this that I forgot until just now is Yanka Lawson. Another one who I'm pretty sure just started playing adults this year, who, who is like almost 40. Who was she been in? So many things. Okay, I'll look her up. Yeah, look her up. Because she's been, and she's Beyonce's stepsister. I don't think she likes it very much. Okay, douchey dude who gets jealous of popular guy and tries to steal ugly pretty girl. Devin Sawa. <laughs> Twist! They're brothers like in Wild America. Ooh, I yes. forgot that movie existed. How dare you? Okay. Uh, friend of popular guy and douchey guy who ends up telling popular guy what's going on so he can save the ugly pretty girl, John Cho. I also wanted You wanted some representation! I wanted this to be very... I wanted this to be more... Like real life? Real life than even we get now sometimes, although they're getting better. Um. Okay, best friend of ugly pretty girl who feels betray, betrayed when she gets pretty. Gabby Hoffman. Oh, 
love. Yeah. You know, we need her acerbic wit and sense of humor and her crazy eyebrows and her right. just outright Jewishness and is what we she need. She also always plays characters that are against whatever is popular or anything that's like the yeah. normal most. Yes, and I need it. I felt like she would be, again, too, she always did indies. She never did really romantic comedies after she was a kid, so I would like to see that. Okay, this is another twist. Usually there's some ex-girlfriend, right, who's going to ruin it for everybody because she's jealous that the popular yeah. guy's moved on. I went with a guy who's in love with the popular guy and wants to make life hell for the pretty girl. Oh, okay. Yes, and I chose Elijah Wood or Josh Hartnett. Oh, okay. Okay. Elijah Wood. I love Elijah Wood. I do too, and I feel like he would be very funny in this position, but Josh Hartnett is so, like, all-American dreamboat that I felt like it would be really nice to see him in love with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay, so here's my synopsis. I and one. I actually had to write it down because I can't just think off the top of my head. Okay. Popular guy is a perfect time. He's smart, a champion baseball player, because let's face it, he's not going to be a basketball player, and a real stud with the ladies. He rolls with his brother, douchey guy, and his friend who has all the great jokes, and another guy who's very sarcastic and secretly in love with him. A new girl comes to school, and they're disgusted by her glasses and oversized clothes. New girl immediately bonds with Gabby Hoffman, who is also sarcastic and an old soul who doesn't suffer high school fools. One day, the new girl decides to trade her glasses for contacts and wear clothes that fit her. Popular guy catches her singing and dancing in the choir room. See how I included the choir room because that's something I could relate to. <laughs> and is charmed by her newfound beauty and incredible singing voice. Again, I was really thinking Aaliyah in this role because you know she's the best singer and dancer of all time. And honestly, where would Beyonce be right now if Aaliyah was still alive? She's very pretty. Not too. as, yeah, beautiful. She wouldn't be as popular. He corners her and tells her she's talented. She's embarrassed and thinks he's messing with her like John Travolta messed with Carrie and Carrie. Where's the pig's blood? She thinks. Popular guy ends up joining choir to be close to her, much to the dismay of his friends who can't believe he would be hanging out with a girl who once wore glasses. His brother is especially upset. She wear a ponytail too? I mean, glasses are bad enough. <laughs> his brother is especially upset as he will be graduating this year and can't have his brother dating a girl who wore glasses and ruining his legacy. <laughs> His friend, who is secretly in love with him, will not let his crush fall in love with the girl who wore glasses and begins spreading rumors about the girl. The girl's best friend, jealous of the time her friend is spending with popular guy, one, because she feels betrayed, she's no longer spending all of her time with her, and two, because she can't bear the thought of someone with actual brains and talent dating an idiot jock, finds out secret lover is spreading rumors and devises a plan for them to start dating in order to make their friends jealous. <laughs> Joke-cracking friend, who has been mainly a background character at this point, learns of their evil plan to make them jealous and has to figure out a way to tell his popular but not right but not by out my brother called me but not by outright telling him because he's no snitch so he creates a word puzzle that is in intercepted by popular guy's brother after a heart-to-heart -heart at home and the insistence of his mom brother realizes that popular guy is really in love with the girl who used to wear glasses and it's not the glasses that make the girl but the heart he <laughs> solves the word puzzle and hands it to his brother popular guy is furious that his friend would go out of his way to try to make him jealous so he confronts him and glasses girl girl's friend and when who walks in ugly pretty girl she's so betrayed she runs out of the choir practice in tears. They were at choir practice. I apparently didn't put that in. Later that night, she cries in her room when her dad, Carl from Family Matters, the ultimate 90s dad, comes in her room and recites a monologue about how some people can let you down, but it's all about second chances. As she lifts her head from the pillow, a popular guy comes in and begs her to come to the concert because it just wouldn't be the same without her. She agrees and they go to the concert where they sing an amazing duet and everyone is overjoyed in their love. Her best friend apologizes and realizes
realizes is she's in love with John Cho. And the gay guy comes clean that he's in love with his friend but ends up going home uh, from the concert with some guy who randomly appeared but was supposed to be there the whole time. The brother realizes that his legacy will be intact and he can graduate now. The end. How long did it take you to come up with that? Honestly, 10 minutes. It's because you have such a knowledge base of like teen movies and rom-coms that you could easily I take the just, formula. Listen, I still watch all of those movies periodically, so it wasn't hard. You know what I love is that our two movies were very representative of the kinds of movies that we watch. Yes, and also I like that we both included a homosexual, a an Asian, black <laughs> people. No Hispanic people. I couldn't um, get, I, I didn't, uh, I tried, but I was like, but you know what? The 90s were very white. Yeah. Oh, I can't even, J-Lo would not work. No, that's she the thing. She could be the teacher, I guess. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. But the we fact that it. we got a black and an Asian person in there is like <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we both like wanted to include also, um, different things in the in the, the plot yes well I will say what was it Joshua Jackson was gay in Cruel Intentions oh yeah so there were and there was that girl on Girl Kiss that everybody was like flipping out about or whatever but it was like whatever on what in Cruel Intentions about- Selma Blair and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar kiss. oh yeah but that wasn't that cool no mm-hmm. I saw Wild Things when I was in high school and there was a lot more happening in that I did not <laughs> that movie was awful it was terrible yeah I, lo- I just love that whole trope of like the girl is so hideous until she takes off her glasses <laughs> and then like Rachel Lee Cook cut her hair oh, oh. actually not another team movie did it really well they did I, not another Teen movie is actually a really funny movie. Yeah, there's a it's lot funny. of tro- there's a lot of tropes for like teen movies that happened in the the eighties and or the eighties, huh? The nineties. But we just JTT just like felt. I mean, I get it. He wanted to be a normal human being, but like I yeah. miss him. He studied abroad in Scotland at Great. the same time that Prince William and Kate were at the same school as him. Oh, yeah, was he Saint at the Andrews wedding? or whatever. No, I don't think they made friends with a study abroad kid. Well, that's too bad. I mean, he was a celebrity. <laughs> Why wouldn't they make friends with him? <laughs> I mean, maybe he was at the wedding i did not actually watch the wedding or anything prince william was like pen pals with britney spears for a while you'd think he'd hang out with john the taylor thomas <laughs> well i liked your movie idea i liked yours too this was fun i would like to hear more about i would like for you to figure out plot more about like how who they all end up because they need to come of age a little bit while at camp well something always happens in a christopher guest movie yeah it's usually disappointing so i would like to find out what That's, that is yeah i feel like with christopher guest movies there's some problem that as a group they need to overcome yeah so they're individuals and they're quirky but then together they're waiting they're gonna put on the musical or they're gonna have the dog show you know like yeah so I don't want it to be a let's put on a show to save the day like 1940s trope yeah (laughs) yeah I'll have to think about that that's as I just it was hard enough for me to come up with characters with descriptions why I think that was the easiest part for me because my brain like doesn't recall that stuff. <laughs> well, like um, after names and faces, sometimes I just I'm really terrible. Oh, oh, I get, I get. What yeah, you're so I like, couldn't like think of names for them. Yeah, I was just like popular guy, ugly pretty girl. But it yeah. is because that's their archetype, basically. Yeah, yeah so. so I can do archetypes. That's what I can do. Yeah. What? Okay, so let's. If you guys, we really want you to participate in this. So let's think of some genres. There's obviously horror. Oh yes, a la I know what you did last summer or something. Yes. There's like the it's not quite horror but thriller a la uh, cruel intentions or like the skulls white squall white squall that was a bunch of cute boys with no shirts on yeah 
No, it was Mark Paul in that. Mark Paul Gosler, aka Zach Morris. I think he was. Maybe. There is just the straight up like high school rom com. Oh, a Shakespeare based like um, Ten, Ten things. things I Hate About You or uh, Get Over It. Yeah. Um. There is the what like we. There's the like, gross out like, comedy like American Pie. Like American Pie. Pie. Yes. Obviously, you can do the ugly pretty girl like I did. If you're an indie fan, you can mm-hmm. do the Christopher Guest thing. Party movie. Party movie. Yes. That's one. Like, can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. Did we get all of the different types? Summer camp movie. Summer camp, yes. But we'd say keep the cast to 90s actors. You might have to Google them. That's right. what I did. But you can be flexible. Like, I mean, a movie where all my people were the age I wanted them to be is pulling them from different years. Yeah. That they could play that age. Yeah, you know, you like that. Claire Danes and Jonathan Taylor Thomas and one's playing a 12-year-old and one's playing a 16 or 18-year-old. And they're like the same age. <laughs> they're the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but just be creative, have fun, points for if you make a poster. Points if you make a poster, and there's glitter. Okay, I mean... Glitter pen. Any kind of poster. Oh my gosh, do you remember those Crayola pens that were stamps? Yeah. That just randomly came Now they have head. makeup things like that. So you can stamp your face? You like stamp a star on your face. I don't want to do that. You don't have to. You'd look like a Cabbage Patch doll. I had a Cabbage Patch you that you could like... just look like a raver, I think. I had a Cabbage Patch where like... It wasn't Cabbage Patch, it was something, but you put water on its face and the yeah. makeup showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that's I what that. it was. Man, dolls from the 80s. Am I right? I know. We could do a whole thing about the American Girl dolls because we both had one. Oh, yeah. I had two. You had two? Yeah, because I'm a spoiled ass bitch. Damn. Yep. I got Samantha because my mom thought she looked like me. <laughs> I got Kirsten. Because she was blonde? She was blonde. Her name was Kirsten. Very close to Krista. <laughs> And I wanted Felicity, and I got her. I wanted Molly, mm. which is not not a super popular one. My friend Molly had Molly because for of obvious reasons. Yes, I had Molly's trunk though, hmm. and it was cute because it had stars inside it. And now I'm a, I'm I like stars, and I have tattoos of stars. Yeah. We actually did at my eighth birthday. We bought you know you buy like the play versions of books. Yeah. So we bought the play of one of the books and performed it. Yeah. My With mom. Costumes and everything. My mom used to. Make the clothes for my doll. So my American Girl doll had some pretty kick-ass costumes because I always liked the clothes from Felicity's yeah. stuff. So my mom would make those. Oh, I, my mom. Well, I think did she? Did you buy own me? any of the clothes for yes. you? Oh, she I bought dreamed. me. Kirsten had this like blue and white striped dress. Yeah, that she boots. bought me, and then she made me one too. Like they ended up coming out with patterns. Yeah, and she made me one. I didn't. I didn't get any of the clothes from me. I, and I was super jealous. Wanted Kirsten had this really cool like Christmas dress that was just like a white almost like a choir robe with and a red she, and sash. And yeah she wore the thing on her head. Yeah and I always wanted it but I didn't get it. Mm. I The best thing I got that I like wanted so bad and like we didn't have a lot of money so I'm like quite surprised at how much of the stuff they like yeah. gave me but I got Samantha had this like winter cloak she had ice skates and mm, this like I know exactly what you're talking about. And I got that and I like was the happiest kid in the world. For you? No for, for the, the doll. doll. No I didn't get anything. You didn't get any of them. Yeah. Yeah, my, I only got the one. I'm sure my grandpa got it for me, the one dress, and then my mom made them. Yeah. Because that's way cheaper, obviously. Yeah. I so. did go to the Medina Elementary School, and that's obviously in a very rich area, so many people had many things I was jealous of, mm-hmm. and they had those things. And I was just like, can I touch it? <laughs> can I just see it from can afar? Can I just see it? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a big detour from 90s movies. <laughs> that was a total detour, <laughs> but that's how we roll. That's just how our brains work. It is. So, yes, please share with us your ideal. Like, what was the thing you would love to watch? I just want to watch people be funny. Yeah. I just like nonsense. I think the nonsense drama of those, like, ugly to pretty girls is so funny. And, like, in all of the movies, it's all bullshit. Like, if you really thought about it in real life, would you really get mad at some of the stuff they get mad about? No. No. I'm always, whenever, <laughs> Lori always makes fun of me because every time we watch something, I go, if they just had open communication, this would all be okay. <laughs> uh, the things you learn when you're an adult. <laughs> or just the things they can't do in TV shows because there'd be no plot. I will say the one thing I didn't add into my movie was like Matthew Lillard in She's All That is probably one of the greatest characters of all time. And he's so over the top and so ridiculous in that dance he does at that party. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I love Matthew Gabrielle Lillard. Gabrielle Union's in She's All That, too. Was he in recently? He's on he's a- Good Girls. It's a TV show on he- NBC. No, he was on a drama e thing and he got arrested and he was Twin Peaks oh, that, was it. that was weird but he's on <laughs> he's actually on a TV like not oh. Twin Peaks he's on a TV show and he's is he a dad douchey. he is dad yeah. and he's douchey as all get out and a dick but he's great he plays that well yeah I loved also, SLC Punk in him and yes Max. and Scream okay this is another thing I know you don't watch Riverdale or did you watch it I did not okay all of the parents on Riverdale were in our favorite team movies so like Skeet Ulrich <laughs> who was in the craft and oh we didn't talk about like supernatural witch ones that could be a oh yeah a, a genre too genre. um and he was in scream obviously and he's like such a hot dad <laughs> and then like match Amick is in it and she was on twin peaks and other stuff and then like luke perry is archie's dad but luke perry definitely looks his age <laughs> and molly ringwald who's nice. you know 80s not 90s but like still yeah. and then like mark consuelos who i i know was just a soap actor back in the day but he is so incredibly good looking and it's like you cannot be mad at him and then name? veronica's oh, cool. and then veronica's mom was in like all of our favorite teen movies who is she i forgot her name I think she was in She's All That and other stuff. But anyway, it's just like crazy that they're all parents now, but they still look like great. Of course they do. I mean, they're they're older than us because, you know, they were like in their 20s playing teens. But like, they're just, they're killing it. And I feel like it was just yesterday they were playing the teenagers. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was 20 years ago. Well, we hope that you'll uh, share with us your little uh, movie dreams. Yeah, we can't wait to hear what you come up with. And by that, that's to our friends who listen to this. We're going to hunt you down and make you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I closed the door, the sound got better, so I do apologize for the first half of this episode. I don't apologize for a thing. But it was hot, and you had to have the door open, because we don't have air conditioning in Washington. I rolled in in a sweatshirt. It's, I think it's just in here that's hot. Yeah. It felt nice outside. Yeah, that's why yeah. I needed the door open. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right, well, that's all, everybody. That's all, folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>